0: Hey, Claire. Hey, Blythe.
1: Want to talk about sexy books? Yeah, I do. Awesome. (laughs) When you need a sexy escape from a world that's gone insane, erotic fiction with romantic addiction, we've got some wrecks if you care to listen. We are.
0: It's really exciting. We're here for our Christmas episode, and we haven't done an episode in a really long time because... A super
1: long time. You did something pretty I did. special. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, the last episode, which was such a great episode with you and Haley, Thanks. but I think you described it perfectly, which is that I went through like a whole body horror like that's <laughs> yeah this is I our mean, christmas slash christmas horror episode right <laughs> even though the book has no horror unfortunately no, i hope we can get a christmas horror for next year though that would be dope a christmas, a christmas horror romance yeah that would be i mean i feel like that's in haley's wheelhouse frankly <laughs> For sure. I probably have like a few (laughs) contenders already in mind of like some of my friends. But excellent. Well, I'm looking forward to that. But the horror part is because I was gone for a long time because I had a baby. That's what I meant (laughs) by the body horror. Which it really is. I mean, it really is like absolutely bananas. But um, but I've recovered now. My uh, baby is doing great and he is four and a half months old, which means it's been four and a half months since my body was split in two, basically, oh, or that's how I feel. That's how I mean, it sounds. It was really, my pregnancy was very, um, like quote unquote easy, I think. Like I didn't have a lot of vomiting or anything like that. Very swollen, but altogether was uh, pretty good. And I was really tired. But the labor part was um, terrible. Yeah. That's <laughs> uh, what I've and heard it lasted. From a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You don't expect it to be like amazing, though. I was telling everyone that like my plan A was to just have a big orgasm and pop it out <laughs> that way. um... And did bring my womanizer to the hospital, but that was definitely wishful thinking. (laughs) Damn. Damn. I'm so bummed about that. (laughs) I know. Well, I didn't actually use it in the hospital because, as you can imagine, it's um, not like the sexiest vibes (laughs) in the hospital. I would imagine that. (laughs) Yeah. So it was pretty much like... um, terrible it, it i was laboring for like many days in advance uh and then um and then labored in the hospital for 22 hours before then and like pushing and everything and got fully dilated and then got a C-section um so i really i mean i only wanted to have one baby i really wanted to like experience pregnancy and experience labor And, um, I definitely did. (laughs) (laughs) And I got a cool moment because they told me that I needed to, um, or they asked me if I wanted to have an epidural. And I was like, I do, but I, I don't want it to slow down my labor. So I want to wait. And they were like, it's not going to slow it down. Um, and I was like, I still want to wait until I need it a little more. And they were like, okay, but if you wait too long, then you won't be able to get it because you have to be able to sit still for 20 minutes, like completely still. Mm -hmm. And there's only one anesthesiologist. So if you ask for it and they're already busy, then you're going to have to wait even longer. And I was like, okay. Yeah. But I still waited because I didn't believe about the delaying labor. Um, and then at some point I was like, okay, I'm ready. Thank you. I had enough of this. Um, and uh, and so they were going to do that. And, they, and after they did that, they would like put in my catheter and break my water, I think. But then as I sat up and while I was getting ready to get the epidural, I was like, oh my God, I'm peeing. And they were like, that's okay. And then I was like, I'm peeing a lot. And then, oh, before it even happened, I was like, I need to go to the bathroom. And they were like, we're going to put a catheter in you in a second anyway, so it doesn't matter. And then I was like, I'm peeing right now. And then I was, and then I realized um, that my water broke. Like, so I was really (laughs) psyched that I got to experience the water breaking uh, and nobody had to do it for me. And um, it wasn't painful at all. It was just, it felt like it can be painful to get it broken.
0: So that's probably good.
1: Yeah, it was nice that just, like, sitting up did it. Um, But, yeah, I think long story short for that part is I really, really wish that I had a doula. Um, I think Brian and I went in with a plan, but it's just in that moment, I was so tired. I was so – I felt – I was just, like, the most vulnerable that I've maybe ever been. Um, And you just put a lot of faith in the people and, like – the first thing they did when I got there was like strap me down to the bed so that I could not move and like every piece mm. of guidance that I've had is like you want to move around move around move around and they didn't let me move at all so that whole 22 hours I was bedridden um Ugh. and even longer because of the because you can't walk after a C-section for a while so I think if I had had a doula I would have had somebody who would have just like said no or like pestered them. Like able to them. speak up for you. Yeah, exactly. And also I felt like because I was there for so long, it was really busy that day. So there were a lot of people in labor and I was definitely like very obviously ignored for really long periods of time. Um, and I think that if I had a doula, they would have been able to say like, hey, she needs attention or also like, we already learned that it's not working well in this position, so we want to stay in this position and it was just not something that I was I mean neither me nor my husband really have like a great personality for like demanding things. Up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So so if I was to do it again, I would have I like really thought about it and I was I was like, "Well, they might not even be able to come because of COVID and you you don't know, it's going to be the situation, but if I was to do it again, which I don't plan on it, but if I was going to, that's what I would, I would do. But the recovery was okay. I bled out like tons. I had my period basically for two months, which I know you can empathize Um, with. But yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I know long periods. Yeah. And I gained like, 65 pounds probably which they like it was actually the most um shitty part was that they really were kind of bitchy about how much weight i gained and it really upset me like i just like didn't want you have to go in so much before before you have the baby you have to have so many appointments And I just started like not wanting to go into the appointments because I was like, I just don't want someone to tell me that I've gained too much weight because like I know and also it really tracks with like most people that I know. I only know one person who didn't gain more than like is the amount, which is something like 30 pounds and it kind of depends on how much you weigh already. But yeah, I gained like well over twice that amount and I, and like they were kind of dicks about it um that's so that was lame and then like I immediately lost like 40 pounds like over the course of I don't know some weeks so I'm like uh like good 20 pounds more than I was before I got pregnant but I gotta say I love it like it's for me like all in the best areas I mean my boobs are like Next level. You know, because I sent you a pic the day my milk came in, because I couldn't handle it. They were
0: crazy. It was pretty amazing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you said it, but they don't look quite like that anymore. They don't look like they're literally exploding, (laughs) which they were at that time, but they still are, like, so nice compared to um, before pregnancy, so that is really exciting, though they are kind of like a look and don't touch because they are, like, the source of my baby's food, and so I'm a little sensitive about them getting dirty. (laughs) um, Like, I don't want any, like, lubes I haven't looked into, (laughs) like, on my tins. (laughs) Um, So And sometimes they're uncomfortable because they get, like, engorged still, even though I'm four months out. So I've been really lucky that I've been able to breastfeed Um, But it's its own thing. And, like, I can't smoke weed until I stop breastfeeding. Um, No,
0: you haven't smoked weed in a long
1: time. I know. A (laughs) really long time. Um, But I can drink. uh, um, There's not really, like, big restrictions on that. I haven't really. I've, I've not gotten drunk. But also... I'm not in any circumstance. Like, the longest my husband and I have been away from our baby is, like, five hours. And <laughs> we did that literally one time. <laughs> I mean, he is a really cute baby. He is a super cute baby. Um, I mean, that's not the reason. It's just nobody has been around to, like, watch him before. But we're hoping, we're going to his parents' house for a week for the holidays. So we're hoping that people want to watch. I'm like, really? There's going to be four other people there, like, staying there. And I'm like, hopefully people, like, want to watch him in the morning and then I can sleep a little. Or, like, want to watch him for a few hours so that I can go, uh, we can go out to dinner, just the two of us. Or I really want to see the new Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh yeah, but our sex life is not ideal because <laughs> with just the I'm two not of shocked. us. Yeah, I mean, we've gotten to have, I was scared. We actually already talked about this offline because I had to talk about it. But I was like very scared to have sex. For a really long time, I couldn't, I couldn't poop like very well. I was pooping every three days and I was taking stool softener every day. But Dang. I couldn't poop. So that didn't make me feel sexy. That's and horrible. I had this, like, yeah. And I had this, like, wound. Yeah. And I was afraid that it would, like, explode. Like, I, I mean, part of the hard part about pooping was, like, I didn't want to push because I was just not interested in... Which is, like, correlated to orgasms, right? Where you're, like, holding and, like, push it, you know? Yeah. So I didn't want to, like... I was scared (laughs) and I was kind of scared of my vagina even though I didn't even give vaginal birth but like people were all up in there and like I never got to see it but Brian did like they made Brian look they were like do you see its head and he was like no I don't see it (laughs) like (laughs) (laughs) and he said it looked like a horror show oh
0: you know that Mm -hmm. part in Knocked Up where they like show her vagina and the baby's head coming out of it. But also, she has a shaved pussy, which is, like, hilarious and ridiculous, because how?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at that point, I feel like I'd want to have a – I did have a bush, and I – well, I had, like, a trim still, because whatever, like, I could still um, – it was tough, because I think sometimes I I don't like if it, if I feel like it could get into, like, a knot or something, right? So I got to, like, use my little trimmer, at least in, like – the opening part. But it was really hard at the end. I could not see my vagina at all. I couldn't see my vulva at all um for like the last two months of pregnancy. So I was like, I'm shaving things, but I couldn't tell you what it looks like. <laughs> Just kind of shooting in the dark. That's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. And hers is totally bulged. That would be insane. I mean I she would have had to have gotten it done. Yeah.
0: I guess which, you could, but, like, why? Why would you... I mean, I don't know. No shade. It's fine. It's
1: whatever. fine. Maybe Beautiful she went and got it
0: waxed, because that's what she likes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> anyway, though, I, my body feels better now. I definitely... We've had sex a few times, which is nice, but it's now it's a timeliness issue and not, like, a body issue, and... Yeah, my boobs, they look amazing, but they're really not in play. So it's um, – but at least I can, like, be in my favorite positions again and um, – You can look Because it was at tough them. at the end of pregnancy. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and you can look at them. Um, so it was truly body horror, though, and I'm really pumped. I mean, I'm really glad to have the experience. I have, like, just a really cute – baby who I think is easy for a baby and I love him so much and he is my dream he's so so cute oh my god I can't handle it (laughs) he's a little chunkster he still is he has a little friend who's two and a half months older than him and he weighs like almost a pound more than she does (laughs) And she's like really tall too. She's like in the 99th percentile of height, and he's in the forty-fourth percentile of height, but he That's he's in so like funny. the 80th percentile of weight. Nice. <laughs> he likes to eat, man. That's good. I mean, I make amazing milk. And he he when he's drinking, he's like, mmm, mmm, mmm. <laughs> like just like orgasmic sounds <laughs> from it. And it's <laughs> really funny. Um, and I appreciate it. I'm like, thank you for making me know how amazing of a food producer I am. I did. I told Brian, um, my husband, I was like, do you want to try some of this milk? And he was like, no. And I was like, why? <laughs> like I tried it obviously. Cause it's like freaking everywhere. Like it's all over my clothes. I, I spread all over the anyway. baby. Oh yeah. And it's, good. I mean, I don't drink it, but like, it's, uh, it's like milk, but it's a little bit sweet. Um, definitely nothing offensive about this milk at all. And so I was like, you don't want to try, like, this is your only chance to try breast milk. Really? Like nobody else is going to let you have breast milk. Like, how do you not want to try this? And he was like, it just doesn't sound like, it seems weird. I don't know, which was surprising because I don't think he's like it. It didn't track with what I know about Brian of being, like, adventurous, I feel. So I was like, oh, okay, I guess. Then I asked two of our friends who are fathers. I was like, did you try the breast milk? And they were like, no, no, it seems weird. And I was like, what? This doesn't seem that weird. Then we asked another friend, um, and he was like, yeah, I tried it. He was like, I tried it. It It was good. It's, like, a little sweet. He was like, I also tried the formula, and that tastes like shit. And, um... And then, so I brought it up again with Brian, just like musing about it, like, I can't believe you're not going to try it. And he's like, Ugh, stop harassing me about this. And then he tried it. Um, and I would like, have it to. It is, is fine it. and sweet. Oh, yeah. It's, I mean, seriously, literally nothing offensive about the milk. If you I eat will Percy, say. I mean, I don't
0: feel like eating breast milk is that weird.
1: <laughs> I know. Exactly. I was like, I've tried your jizz. Uh,. Yeah. A lot. And it's not <laughs> nearly as good. <laughs> yeah. And it's from your penis, which is <laughs> where pee pee comes out, too. <laughs>
0: yeah, for real. I mean,
1: he was fine with it in there. No and I was DeBrin. proud of it. It's him. fine if you don't want to. I just absolutely would. Totally. Like if
0: you offered it to me the next time I saw yeah. you, I would probably try.
1: I mean, if you're saying that, I will definitely offer it to you because it's so easy for me (laughs) to give it to you. All I have to do is just do like a little squeeze and it'll put it in in like a shot glass for you. Thanks. Yeah, (laughs) totally. It's like, it's good. If you just had it in a glass, you'd be like, hmm, what's this? (laughs) It's Sweet milk. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. It's a special nice, extra nice milk. It also reminded me of like, an episode of Weeds where she's, like, so engorged and then she makes, um, what's his name, suck her tits to get the milk out because she's so engorged. And I was like, well, I mean, you could have just used your hands. (laughs) It does feel way better to have, like, like, when I'm engorged, it does hurt. And then it's like baby sucking on it is aces like that feels amazing and sometimes he just like sucks for like a second and then he like unlatches and i'm like oh my god do not tease me like <laughs> it's so awful when he doesn't actually want to drink and it'll just spray on him anyway i'm like it's going in you or on you i don't know what to tell you like <laughs> um but i also like pump um cuz i work too and i go into the office once a week and but the pump feels good, too. And then hand expressing is the worst. It it really makes my boobs really tender and sore.
0: Did you ever see that movie? I forget. I think it's called Tully with... um, Charlize Theron? Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. I, rem- I remember I the scene where, like, her boobs are, like, too full. And they're, like, in a bar. And they have to go in the bathroom and, like, express them. And it looks horrible like so painful yeah
1: it is really painful it's really um unpleasant for me to do it to do it by myself it's pretty unpleasant
0: all of this um, shit is really terrifying to me <laughs> yeah um,
1: plus I love to
0: hear like every possible story like all the gross stories and stuff I do love to hear them because I don't plan on having a kid so like it's cool but You sent me that one video when you were pregnant of him like moving in your stomach and it legit looked like the alien was like about to burst out of you.
1: I seriously, (laughs) it's all just totally crazy. I am glad that I did it. But now, but I'm also equally glad that I'm not doing it again. Like it's a like I really wanted to have that experience. I obviously like all the, you know, All the pregnancy and, like, recovery and everything, like, that's all temporary. Milo is permanent. The baby is permanent. So, like, (laughs) it definitely, I have always been, like, like, women's reproductive rights have always been really, really important to me. Um, And I did, when I was pregnant, feel like, is this it didn't make me feel differently, but it felt weird to be like, I am pregnant and also I really need everyone to be able to get abortions. Like, it's not disconnected at all, but it just felt weird to me. But then after having the baby, I was like, no, it feels even stronger. Like, this is something yeah. that would be absolutely crazy. It's it, it's a crazy thing to do, period. I mean, I really <laughs> think so. It's a crazy thing to do and to ha- be forced to do it under any circumstances is criminal to me like it just should never oh, happen sure. everyone needs oh, to yeah. it's like forcing someone to be a doctor or something like it's just way too intense that's even it's it's worse than forcing someone to be a doctor because it's just
0: it's like, just like locking you in their for
1: life body hostage for life yeah 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 Ugh, i mean yeah yeah we could have a whole podcast just about how horrifying the like, state of the country the situation is, right, is now. right now. Yeah. Yeah. And just, I remember being so upset about it before and my husband being like, well, we live in California and nothing's like, it's going to be fine here, which a isn't the point because also these things can impact us too. Like now they're talking about, Um, I mean, first of all, I want all women to be able to have this access, and so it's great that, like, I have this access for the next, you know, seven years that I need it or whatever.
0: When these laws are, like, passed and stuff, I'm not concerned for myself. Like, my husband has a vasectomy. I'm probably not going to get pregnant by accident, but I would never want that for anyone because I know how strongly I don't want that.
1: Exactly, exactly. So it's like already insane, but also for the laws to actually pass and to see like all of these impacts that I didn't even think about. Like, and I just feel like I've always felt this way. And then I had this like moment where I was like, is this incongruous with me having a baby? Like it it wasn't and I knew it intellectually, but also it just like felt weird but then I was like, actually, it's the opposite. Like, I intimately know how Heart much of an upheaval this is. How, yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, total body horror, but I'm glad to be back. Me and too. I feel good. And I really do love my new body. I mean, I hope that my boobs, uh, I, I don't know what the future is for my boobs for when I stop <laughs> breastfeeding. And I also, I feel like this, I, I'm part of the reason that I'm so excited about my body, I think is because like, I, my body has been kind of inconsistent in my life anyway. Like I was uh like a fat person, I think in, in high school um, and then lost a lot of weight in my mid twenties. And So like, I already have like stretch marks and like, my, my belly isn't like, was never like super tight or anything. And so I feel blessed in that way too, where I was like, my body, it looks different, but there's nothing like I miss, you know, like there's nothing, which I just want to, I just say because, um, because I don't expect that everyone would feel this way. <laughs> I feel lucky about this and I think it's totally valid if you're like, well, you're like you can mourn your body too and and the transformation cuz it's definitely yeah. never going to be the same. <laughs> but for me, yeah. I'm like I think I'm like really hot. <laughs> Happy upgrades. My husband also very much agrees with it. I mean, we'll see the future what the future holds, but um I've got some like good delicious curves going on. Um that's that I'm excited about. <sighs> yeah, hell yeah. So anyway, that's the horror part of Christmas. I don't feel like I have anything else <laughs> to share about that for the the world. Um... <laughs> That was great very edifying for me and everyone else I'm sure <laughs> <laughs> cathartic um, for me too especially now that we're like removed and like I can poop now and I have yeah, had thank sex God. and oh yeah. should we get into the book yes speaking of sexy even though nobody has babies in this which is like Part of the glory for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this was a great book. I'm really excited to talk about it because it was really good. It was as good as I hoped it would be. It was
1: so good. Thank you for recommending it because you like brought it Definitely. up to me and I was like, I want to get it. And then, and then I think I started reading it and I was like, My friend, this was an amazing recommendation. You were like, Oh, I mean, once
0: I read the description, I was like, How is there any way that we wouldn't like this book? Plus, it's written by Julie Murphy, who's written a bunch of YA romances that I really, really loved. Um, she wrote Dumplin. Did you, yes, I saw that movie. I saw the movie. The movie is really good, too, actually. I
1: love it. Yeah. Um, love a Jennifer Aniston, (laughs) she's so good at it. And whoever played Dumplin, I don't know her. I don't know her name either, but she was
0: great. Name. Um, so we're reading A Merry Little Meat Cute by Julie Murphy and Sierra Simone. Yes. Um, should I just read the description? Please. Okay. All right. Um B. Hobbs, aka Bianca Von Honey, has a successful career as a plus size adult film star. With a huge following and two supportive moms, Bee couldn't ask for more. But when Bee's favorite producer casts her to star in a Christmas movie he's making for the squeaky clean Hope Channel, Bee's career is about to take a more family-friendly direction. I find this description really hard to read. I, like, practiced before this, but <laughs> I don't know why it keeps, like, twisting my tongue. Um... Forced to keep her work as Bianca under wraps, B quickly learns this is a task a lot easier said than done. Though it all becomes worthwhile when she discovers her co-star is none other than childhood crush Nolan Shaw, an ex-boy band member in desperate need of career rehab. Nolan has promised his manager to keep it zipped up on set, and he will if it means he'll be able to provide a more stable living situation for his family. But things heat up quickly in Christmas Notch, Vermont, when Nolan recognizes his new co-star from her Closed Doors account. Oh yeah, he's a member. <laughs> now Bea and Nolan are sneaking off for quickies on set, keeping their new relationship a secret. If Bea and Nolan can't keep their off-camera romance behind the scenes, then this merry little meat cute might end up on the cutting room floor. I think you did great. Thank you. <laughs> 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 so this is basically like a movie, a, I mean, a book about a woman making a movie for the Hallmark Channel, right? Yeah. That's what the Hope Channel is basically. And Closed Doors is basically like Onlyfans. OnlyFans.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, as you said, even from the description, it's like, this is going to be delightful. In so <laughs> many ways. In so many ways. Um, where do we even begin? We've got this woman who, um, love that she's a plus-sized OnlyFans and she's very successful, really proud of her work. She has a really supportive best friend, roommate, Sunny. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then she... And her moms are really supportive. She has her two moms. moms. Exactly. Oh, and I think this whole thing is so funny, which is, like, It is about her um, breaking into this Hallmark channel, but it's also, like, the premise really starts with the producer who is, like, trying to be a producer not for porn. Teddy, Teddy, like Uncle Ted, maybe? Uncle
0: Ray Ray's is the name of his porn company, which I was like, that
1: does sound so creepy. (laughs) It does. But they were explicit that it's, like, ethical porn, which I liked. And his daughter, like, made him make, like, a mission statement for his porn
0: company or something. (laughs) I thought that was cute.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So we already feel good about Uncle Ray Ray, but he's, like, trying – he's being a producer for this Hallmark movie that um, is being directed by, like, what I'm imagining is, like, a former Disney star, but it's not Disney, like – no brands are in this so but that's what she seems yeah. like and she's like trying to be really legit. Um and but then like something happens to like half of the crew and the main star that they have. Oh, cast. they
0: like get food poisoning or something up, like Burning Man?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um <laughs> they all get poisoned and because these shoots are like super tight, they can't do the film. So now he has to, like, find new new cast and crew. And for the cast, it was, like, the director um, picked B from her headshot and was like, she's perfect. And he was like, oh, no, I accidentally gave her the headshots of my porn stars and not my... And it was a topless headshot. Yeah. <laughs> the girl was just... He, She's was just like, ooh, she looks edgy. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, oh, I don't know if you want her. And she's like, you're not saying that because she's plus sized, are you? And he's like, yeah. no. Um, so then he was like, okay, I have to cast B. And then he also has to hire like many crew members from porn also, which the, just has like, like so much delightfulness. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Ugh, I love it. <laughs> It's so good. It great. So, um, so that's a really cute. And then, like, at B is so excited, but she's like a little nervous because she doesn't know if like people are going to recognize her. Well, yeah. And this
0: was like quite a big flaw in her plan, I would say, which is like she and Teddy were like, we just won't tell anyone that we make porn. Like, this is 2022. The internet exists. They will find out for sure. But the entire book is premised on them not finding out. Yeah. For like
1: most of it. Right. But even when she's packing up to go, her best friend Sunny is like, here's like 45 toys and like several dozen different flavored lubes, and she's like, Oh my god, I loved how much Sunny pushed lube, just all the
0: fucking time. She was like, lube is good, you need lube, don't forget your lube.
1: (laughs) This is very good friendship happening. Like, Mm -hmm. lube, 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 lube. We all, I mean, even if you're the juiciest person in the world, I feel like you can never be too slippy slidey. And if you need it, then... Exactly, Um, so I really appreciate. And obviously, spoil. Well, our whole podcast is spoilers, but yeah, it comes in handy.
0: (laughs) I love that everything in this book is Christmas themed, like to a great degree. Like, yes. her lube is, like, sugar cookie flavored. Yeah. And, like, later Nolan is masturbating with, like,
1: gingerbread lotion yeah. and that, like, comes up a lot. Yeah. <laughs> he, it's, like, it ends up being code for him masturbating. He's like, and then I'm all gingerbready, and and... <laughs> <laughs> um, and, like, everything, like, the whole town is all Christmassy so, like, every place that they go to has like is christmas, a christmas themed. Christmas theme. Yeah. I mean the main one I feel is the North Pole, which is the, which is the strip, strip club. club. And Amazing. all of the
0: dancers have reindeer names. Oh <laughs> yes.
1: Amazing. And oh, and then the other best part, I mean the best part of the premise and that I'm just already so excited about is that her co-star is like from a boy band that she's been obsessed with. And I think we can all yeah, relate. That's
0: such genius, not uh-huh. only having a porn star, but also having a boy band member. You're gonna say I the was same gonna thing. say, like what boy band would you put in like your fantasy?
1: <sighs> okay, I'm glad you asked because I did think about <laughs> this a lot. And the truth is, even though I was really into the boy bands at the time, like uh I'm 34, so I uh, was right in the perfect ripe time for Sync* and Backstreet Boys and the other ones. Um, but I can't say that, like, today any of them would make me excited. I know, same. I mean, the only one that I thought – I was most
0: obsessed with Hanson, like, by far, when I was young. Oh, my God. And I was like – I would still fuck Taylor Hansen today, like, if he asked me to. But it wouldn't be, like, the dream that it is for B in this book. I'm not, like, dying to fuck Taylor Hansen, but I still think he's really cute. Oh, my God.
1: Oh, my God. I can't believe this because I, I am still into Hansen, as you know. I know like, <laughs> I still go to Hansen concerts, and um, to the listeners, this is not in my opinion, like still being into the Backstreet Boys, which is also valid, but they like are real musicians, Hanson. (laughs) And they come out with like a lot of music. I love Hanson. I can't believe that Hanson didn't even occur to me because I was like, I didn't even think of them as like an old boy band, but you're so right. And also I have dreams about Hanson all the time. Still? Yeah, I have they're like weird because I never am having sex with the members of Hanson, but I always, like, feel sexual vibes even though no sex is happening, which is not true. Because Hanson is very sexual. (laughs) I know. And, like, if I was with Hanson, I would be like, my pussy is tickling. Like, it just is. Yeah, I mean, same. But the person that I thought of when I was thinking of this question wasn't a boy band person. It was um, Ewan McGregor. I Like, I... he, I, I've been obsessed with Ewan McGregor forever, and I just love totally. that he's married to Mary Elizabeth Winstead. And like in my heart, I'm oh my just God, like, I that's, didn't know that. Yes, she's like a little bit older than me, and I'm like, I hope that they're like that would just that's I'm so excited for her. <laughs> like I just feel like you must have been a huge fan of Ewan McGregor. I, I don't know. I don't know for anything real. about. But in my heart, that's what this is. It's like, oh my God, Ewan fucking McGregor loves me. Like he already oh just God. is into me. That's how. I, that's why I hope Mary Elizabeth Winstead's situation is. That's what I hope. But you're so right about Taylor Hansen. That would have been a better one to. Th- I literally had a dream about Taylor Hansen like five days ago, and that's I was like, so it was weirdly sexy, even though no sex happened. <laughs> He
0: used to be, like, the main fantasy for me when I was, like, a young teenager. Like, ooh, I had some dirty thoughts about Taylor Hansen.
1: Dang. I mean, I – he was not a main one for me. He's much more of a main one for me literally now than he was before. (laughs) But I would have been, like – like, Devin Sawa was probably number one for me, even though he's not also in a boy band, um, oh, God, I fucking love Devin Sawa, like, yeah. now and then. Mm. Yeah, I was, like, <laughs> pretty, like, almost actually mad at Christina Ricci because she got to kiss him in Now and Then and in Casper, and I was like, but also Wild America, he's like, hey, he's oh, awesome. my God, he's so hot in that. <laughs> um. Anyway, the point <gasps> oh, is, you can feel the feels. Oh, go ahead. For sure, anybody could relate.
0: you had a childhood crush. Which everyone did. But the other thing that I think is really cool about these characters is that they're both bisexual.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. I love that that's just a fact and that it's not, like, hit over the head or anything, but it's just, like, yeah.
0: It's not a big deal, but, like, it comes up often enough to make me horny. Hell, yeah. Like, when Nolan talks about, like, hooking up with his bandmates like a little bit when they were younger <laughs> hell yeah can you imagine I mean I just can't imagine getting to fuck my childhood like famous crush and then find out he fucked all these other guys that I think are really hot
1: like if Taylor Hanson fucked Devin Sawa yes <laughs> oh my god <laughs>
0: That would be fucking amazing. <laughs> I would watch that porn. <laughs>
1: uh, obviously. I can't even think of anything more obvious than watching that porn. Ugh, okay. Yeah. Everyone is Shit. overage, though, or of the right age in that porn. Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> <laughs> because I got to be honest, when I watch Casper now, I'm like, uh-oh, he's like a literal child. Not into <laughs> it. <laughs> but in Wild America still fair game. It's still there. It's still there. <laughs> <laughs> um that's a really exciting. I mean, I think the closest to that that I've read is um like one of the Serena Bowen ones where like the hockey player is kind of a like famous in the school that they're at, but this was mm-hmm. like Perfect, and then yeah, the fact that he's like obsessed with her OnlyFans, that he's like yes. a paying member, is like <gasps> uh, <gasps> perfect.
0: it's the horniest premise. And then he goes like on set, and they have to wear all these like buttoned-up clothes, and like, oh, uh, it's very sexy. And he can like There's- sew somehow. I know he can sew because he used to, like, fix their costumes or something sometimes. That's sexy, too, Um, for me.
1: It is sexy. And it's a fun, like... He's, like, like the sexiest dude. Seriously. I love him. And, like, on the side, the reason that he has to sew his costumes is because one of the, like, costume people who is from the porn world is, like, really mad at him because he, like, ruined the career of one of his favorite ice skaters <laughs> yeah <laughs> <Even> <laughs> because, because of like a orgy like, scandal scandal or whatever yeah which i mean this is the weakest part of the plot here is that well why other than it the fact really that matter? yeah like who who would care about an orgy between it's hard for me to understand why that like ruined lives the point is, it didn't totally make... Like, obviously, a boy band member having an orgy feels, like, obvious. A bisexual,
0: like, bad boy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, but he does talk about how, like, he didn't... I think their manager, like, screwed them over at some point and, like, took some of their money. Yeah. And he didn't, like, save his money well when he was really famous. So now, like, his mom has some, like, medical issues and stuff. Yeah. She's and bipolar, I think. Have like, yeah, and he doesn't and if, have, like, enough money.
1: <laughs> yeah, and he's very, like, it's, it's definitely he's very thoughtful about it. And, like, I think, I mean, I don't have any experience with anyone in my life who's bipolar, but the, and it wasn't, like, a major part of the book, but it was a big part of his character was, like, he's very worried and, like, wants to make sure that he's available to his mom and his sister and his former bandmate who's also helping um, while he's away Mm -hmm. because... Yeah, and he he talks, like, a little, like,
0: at some point he talks about, like, he says, like, my family just needs, like, a little bit of flexibility and, like, I can't even get that. Like, he just... It's, like, definitely the main thrust of his character is that he's trying to, like, take care of his family and, like, do the right thing. But the world does not want you to, you know, take personal time for
1: anything. (laughs) Or, like, and it does want you to pay everything that you possibly have if you have any sort of medical situation. Yeah. Yeah, but they talk about, like, she has a lot of great days, but, like, the medication, which I, I feel like what they say is that it just doesn't work forever. Like, you have to continually, like, stay ahead of medication for bipolar, which I didn't fact check that, but it sounded yeah <laughs> like it could be accurate. And, like, it would be tricky Yeah, you're dealing with it. Yeah, but I love that his presumably very hot bandmate also is supporting oh, yeah. in this
0: everybody always talks about how hot Callum is that his yeah name? I think so Callum is. he sounds super hot he does does I he get a spin-off once I don't know I haven't heard anything about like more of these books coming I really hope that this isn't just like a one and done because I would love to see more from this like
1: world me too can our podcast have enough reach that we can encourage Julie Murphy and (laughs) Sierra I will let her know on Instagram okay Okay, great (laughs) definitely tag her in this podcast we love this and we want to see how hot Callum is a million more yeah yeah I really I would love a book about Callum yeah
0: Okay. Let's um, will it into the
1: universe.
0: So, I mean, one of the other things that I just liked right off the bat was that porn is not, like, a weird, creepy, dirty thing in this book. It's just, like, like this man who runs the company has a family and, like, children. And, I mean, I guess it is a little bit viewed as a dirty, gross thing by the Hope Channel, yeah. But by the end of the book, that changes a little bit. Yes. Um, but just like we said before, like how Bee's moms are really supportive. They like buy all of her movies. They don't watch them, but they have like a shelf.
1: I would definitely do that. For all her things. That. I would definitely, sure. if Milo <laughs> does porn, I will definitely <laughs> support him in that way. But I. I'm a Milo Hall of Fame. Yeah. I won't watch it probably though.
0: I probably would not either. Yeah, but (laughs) there's one. It'd be less weird if you
1: did than if I did. (laughs) It would still be weird for me. (laughs) All right, I respect that. I respect that. Be like, try my breast Um, milk and watch my son's porn, please. Support my family. (laughs) I mean, I'll try
0: the breast milk and we'll see where it goes from there.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're a good Um, friend.
0: But one thing that I liked that she said was when she, when B is, like, talking about her job, she said, um, well, she said basically that she started porn because she, like, sent a nude picture to a boy she was hooking up with in high school, and then he, like, threatened to send it around to other people because he's just a dick, I guess, and she posted it, like, on Instagram or something before he can do anything, and... I don't know. That basically leads to her moving to L.A. and becoming a porn star, like, really quickly. And she says, um, she says, I loved my job in the adult industry. It was a big middle finger to everyone who ever told me I had a pretty face or that no one would want a body like mine. But it was more than that. My job fulfilled me. It made me feel powerful and in control. It gave me community, family even. I just
1: like that. I thought that was dope. I mean, it's amazing that she could get, like, revenge-porned, but, like, take charge of her narrative in that way. And mm-hmm, but that's fuck that guy. Rad. Yeah, fuck that guy. But in this case, it worked out. And I'm happy for her. I mean, I feel like this is really a thing that happens. Like, that people... This is a great like it's a great career for a lot of people and it's really empowering for a lot of people and it isn't just like everyone is a victim who is doing sex work. And yeah. certainly nobody in this book is like being victimized by sex work.
0: No. They definitely talk about how like ethical uncle Ray Ray
1: is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And she has a lot of agency. And she's sexy. Yeah, she's really hot. I
0: loved her as a character, too.
1: Bianca Von Honey. Yeah. (laughs) Excellent.
0: Um, I really liked, so, like, obviously on the first day, Nolan knows who she is, but he doesn't say anything. Yeah. And then, like... Well, she's always, like, posting pictures on her closed doors account, like, every yeah. day. And he always, like, wakes up and looks at them and, like, has to jerk off before he leaves the house or whatever. Fair. Um, And that was just super fun. Like, once she finds out that he's he knows about her closed doors account. Or, no, I don't think she does know that he follows it. But she makes, like, she puts some photo up that's, like when you can't have the person you want or something, and it's obviously about him, and, like, he knows it's about him. It was hot. (laughs) Totally.
1: And then after that, I feel like then when she does find out, she, like, uses it to be like, come on over. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it was when they went to the North Pole, and she was like... She, like, memed something. And she buys him a lap dance.
0: Yeah! She's like, he deserves to relax, even, like, if he can't do it with me. So she buys him a lap dance with Prancer. Yeah. The stripper. He loves it. But then they take a picture together, and that comes back to haunt them later. They trusted Prancer to be discreet. Just for funsies? Like, she doesn't realize the impact? Well, she just really loves Nolan from his boy band and he's like, you can take a selfie with me, but like you got to keep it under wraps, which like you just can't trust people, not even strippers. I'm sorry. You just can't. That's true.
1: Trust people with their selfies cuz they're going to post them. That's like the reason to take a selfie where you just going <laughs> to look at it privately with yourself. No. No. That's not happening.
0: Um so, but going back like How about we talk about their first hookup with the stockings?
1: Yeah. 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 Because we already talked about how Nolan can sew. Yeah. And I feel like that's relevant. I feel like for some reason, like, B is trying to get into her stockings, which are definitely porn stockings, but they're like, whatever. This does not have to be. The movie that they're making is something like, B goes back in time, and there's a duke, and it's Christmas. It's called
0: Duke the Halls. Duke (laughs) (laughs) Which is a perfect title for, like, a real Hallmark movie. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, she goes back in time, and he's the duke. Yeah. And they fall in love, of course.
1: But Um, she's having issues... Well, getting... she puts on
0: her dress, and he, yeah. like, helps her tie it up or whatever, which is pretty hot, too. I think he's, like, corseting yeah. her up, and that's kind of hot. She's, like, but in then... distress, though. She's, like, in a place... Well, she realizes that she needed to put on stockings, but she didn't. And, and she's, she like, too corseted already. Yeah. So he has to put them on. Yeah. It was a great first sex scene. It was really great, and I just loved that it ended in dry humping, like... The whole first sex scene is just dry humping. Yeah, but that's fun. They've got to get
1: on set. I know. They don't have time to undress and do the whole shebang. No, people are they coming. Don't have time
0: to take their underwear off.
1: Yeah. Um, and that's when Bianca find or yeah, when Bian B finds out that he is her OnlyFans person. I I think because doesn't he call I her think Bianca? So.
0: Yeah, I just can't – oh, yeah, he calls her Bianca, and then she
1: realizes. Yeah, I think it's during then, and then I think when she takes the selfie, or when she, like, posts – yeah, when she posts, I think she does know he knows, but I think she maybe just doesn't know that he's, like, following her so closely, or, like, that he's going to be looking every day at her – thing or I don't know.
0: I think she just okay, knows like that. that he knows she's a porn star,
1: but like yeah. that's it. Yeah. Um yeah, that was super hot. And then they do the classic thing where they're like, "You know what? We're just like too horny for each other and we really <laughs> just need to get it out of our system by fucking once." Right. <laughs> that's not going to happen. That always works, right? <laughs> No one, that's never, ever, no one's ever just done that once and been like, whew, good thing we're not horny for each other anymore. Best sex of my life, but I'm done. (laughs) I'm done. Yeah. I guess the only way to do that well is like to have really, really bad sex, but he obviously wasn't even trying to have really bad sex because he does come like immediately and then he's like... Well, first of all, he, like, sees into her bag and sees that she has, like, all of these toys, and he's, like, so excited about the toys, which is... Oh,
0: I loved that part, because he not only was, like, I, I was, like, getting all excited thinking about using them on her, or how she could use them on me. I know! He's like, yes. Fuck yeah.
1: <laughs> when I read that part, too, I, like, obviously especially thought of you I was like, ugh, I just love the pro toys, because, you know, some in real life, <sighs> me too. I feel like... Like, it's sometimes taken as, like, as though toys are trying to replace someone, and it's like, no, we're, this is, this, like, you really gotta see it as an enhancement, and I'm gonna... It's just an aid. Yeah, it's, exactly. And it will
0: never replace a person, like, I just don't know how anyone who's had sex with another person could think that like a hunk of plastic would replace that
1: experience <laughs> totally totally but it's but very
0: he... useful to
1: have on hand exactly <laughs> and nolan like knows this just like mm-hmm. lube yes um <laughs> nolan knows this he but they like, have like the
0: most Sorry, I just wanted to say Nolan is, like, the most evolved man. I love him. He's bisexual. He loves sex toys. Like, he, he'll he date a sex worker. He's he's so
1: evolved. Hell yes. Love him. This is what makes this book so good and so sexy, is that he's just, like, such a good leading man. Um, and B is such a good leading lady. Uh, they're both yeah, so good. And, like, when they're having this sex scene, he's just like, Oh, I wish that I could go slower, but I just like can't. Yeah. And then he like comes right away, but then he's like, All right, now let's get to like real business with making you come. And she's like, No, this is out of order. Like the the yeah. scene ends when the man comes and he's like, Not in this scene, or I'm not for scene. this girl. <laughs> no. So <laughs> that then they fuck all I night. Wrote
0: that down. Yeah, of course. Of course they do. Yeah. And then they just keep on doing it.
1: Hell yes, because they're a fucking boy band star and a beautiful porn star.
0: It would literally be criminal for them not to fuck. And it's just really sad that the Hope Channel didn't immediately see this for the opportunity that it was. Yeah. One other thing that I liked when they were fucking... (laughs) was that (laughs) Um, she talks about there's this one part where she's like oh yeah like fuck me deep like I need it really deep and then she's like I never get it as deep as I want because like we always have to keep the camera angles in mind and like certain shots and stuff yeah and I just like that she mentioned that because I feel like Dudes would just think, like, how could I date a porn star because, like, she's getting the most amazing dick at work every day and, like, why would she want to fuck me? But, like, it's actual work. And, like, there's so much performative crap in porn that's just for the way that it looks. Like, it's a real job. Yeah. And I'm sure she wants to go home and just, like, have her pussy eaten out like everybody else. Definitely.
1: Yeah, that's a really good point. And I never thought Thank of that you. before. <laughs> I never thought that uh, that you wouldn't get to be as deep, but that's so true because you're always like watching the dick go in. I never
0: thought about that specifically either, but I guess they do want to get a lot of dick on camera. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. Porn is weird. Porn Yeah, is it's just weird. a strange balance of like showing things on camera that read well and like translate, but don't necessarily equal things you'd want to do.
1: Yeah. Which is why it's just important to talk about all of these things with your partner, especially if there's like any fear of porn. Cause it's like, just because you want to watch it doesn't mean you want to do it. And no. sometimes you do, and sometimes you don't. Well, I have always, I think I've said this on this podcast before, but whenever I'm like, reading, like, a short porn, which I I tend to not watch porn because um, I just struggle with it. Like, I, I get too much in my head of, like, are they really into this? Um, <laughs> like, maybe if I knew about, like, an Uncle Ray Ray's where there was, like, a mission statement and stuff, which I know exists, but it's not something that I've se- uh, sought out personally before. It definitely does
0: exist, but it's, like... Yeah, it's a lot of work, but I mean, I do think, I will say, I think that more people should pay for their porn and, like, try to look for stuff that they like and want to support. Yeah. But also, I don't do that because I mostly just listen to audio porn now.
1: You have told me about that, and I was really interested in it, but I didn't really do it. I just, you know, it's hard to, like, break free from your the things that you like and I just really like reading porn
0: well and sometimes you just want to like sit down and jerk off and you don't want to do a bunch of research before oh.
1: <laughs> so true well when I'm reading like <laughs> short porn that's not a whole book that has like all of the build-up I often really like incest porn which I think is just like because the relationship already exists like you already get it's like the context of the relationship yeah but I don't want to fuck my siblings. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I think that incest, incest porn is,
0: like, one of the most popular for millennials, I think. I've read that, like, multiple times. Um, and, yeah, I don't it's think most of us want to fuck our brothers or whatever. But I read it sometimes, too.
1: I just love when people, and this is this book has the same premise, where it's just, like, people are so horny for each other, yeah. that they can't handle it and i think with incest it's like you'd have to be really horny for your so horny. sibling in order to like <laughs> pursue that and remember that
0: francesca lea block book
1: wasteland i'm obsessed with that book i still read that book i read that book like every 3 years for sure it's i love it even though it's devastating but recommend it is highly recommend but it's still like ugh, makes yeah. me horny ugh Oh, don't even get me. Francesca.
0: Francesca. (laughs) (sighs) Well, we shouldn't talk about it too much because nobody knows what we're talking about. But man, I really love it. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Well, if you love incest porn and Francesca Lea Block, then you should definitely read Wasteland. Definitely. I've read it like six times at minimum. (laughs) It's such a short book, too. too. It's one of her shortest ones. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, that's not what we're talking about. This is a much more jolly. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This doesn't have any incest. And it's also not tragic. That one's tragic, too. I I have to say that caveat because usually all of the books we talk about are the opposite of tragic. Oh, yeah, it's very tragic. Yeah.
0: Um, This one is nothing but Christmas cheer and joy.
1: (laughs) 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 I mean, we've got the North Pole. We've got the Dirty Snowball. (laughs) <laughs> the
0: bar that they hang out at yeah. yeah it seems like a really fun town
1: christmas notch
0: Vermont. definitely
1: one to visit for sure i mean if it really existed mm-hmm. brian would want to go there immediately he's he loves christmas all things christmas <laughs> you're gonna have to talk about the next scenes because i didn't get to finish the book even though i started well, it before you i didn't so it's finish okay. it Also, my Kindle died, and I had to get a new Kindle. That sucks. Period. Yes,
0: I don't even know if mine still works. To be honest, because I always read on my phone now.
1: I knew that, which isn't
0: as good. But anyway, anyway. Um. (laughs) So, well, okay. Did you read the scene? Did you get to the scene where they fucked in the wedding dress? No. Okay, there's a really great scene where she puts on her wedding dress for the movie. Yeah. And they're, like, shooting a scene in the church. And I don't know, like, everybody leaves. And then, of course, Nolan sees her and, like, he has to fuck her because she looks absolutely beautiful. And she, like, keeps the wedding dress on. Oh, and somebody, when they're, like, dressing her for the scene, they're like, um, you know, a wedding dress is just the first layer of lingerie. I was like, mm, That's good. I like that. I feel like if I had thought of it that way, I would have chosen a much less poofy dress for my wedding. Your dress I was like gorgeous of it like though. that." Oh, thank you.
1: <laughs> it was very big though. <laughs> um, I do remember for I like my first corset that I owned was for my wedding dress and it was definitely way more exciting for my husband than the wedding dress was like he was so excited though um (laughs) we did not have sex on our wedding day because like oh neither did we that was we got home at like
0: three in the morning i like ate steak like from a container because i hadn't eaten anything the whole night the food at your wedding was amazing Dude, I didn't get to eat any of it, because I was just, like, so nervous, and my dress was so tight, I just, like, couldn't eat anything. But as soon as we got back to the hotel, I was, like, eating steak and lobster, like, yeah. out of a container cold. Oh <laughs> yes. So, so, yeah. So, Winnie fucks her, it was just really hot, so I just wanted to read a little part of it. Please. <laughs> he says, um, so, this no this is from b's perspective um i went to my knees in front of the altar rail the dress rippling and rustling all around me and then he easily flipped me onto all fours already shoving the gown up around my hips and plunging inside of me before i'd even caught my breath i rocked back in him and hissed yes that's it just like that beautiful girl just like that until i'm done Ooh, i loved it
1: <laughs> excellent so they're in the church, not yeah. Eight. They're in the
0: church, and I mean, you know that they're probably going to get married someday. So, it just seems it was it was like really sweet and really hot at the same time. Aww, to me. <laughs> I mean, that's um, the whole point. So then, basically, like after they're running around and fucking, um, of course, the news comes out that she is a porn star because how could it not like at some point in the book she says like I just don't think that like the people who watch Hope Channel movies are the same people who watch porn which I was like first of all practically everybody watches porn right second of all I watch Hallmark Channel movies like a fiend yeah the streams cross. She thought there was no stream crossing, but the streams do cross. Yeah. And a reporter like writes an article about her and it's just like immediately goes viral and it's like a huge mess. And Nolan's manager is like freaking out about it and telling him that he needs to make like a statement that would basically throw B under the bus. Yeah. Oh, but then the great thing that happens is, like, feminists start writing articles once they, like, catch wind of this. And it's, like, all of these people start writing about how, like, all they want for Christmas is that movie with their favorite porn star yes. and their favorite ex-boy band member. Hell yes! Um, wouldn't we all
1: want that? And it, like,
0: Who wouldn't want that? I literally want that. Like, So... Yeah, so it turns out pretty good. I think that's content everyone wants for Christmas, exactly. something sexy and sweet. Um but so the hope it basically like goes viral and the Hope Channel realizes that they could like make money off of this and they decide to do like a spin-off channel, I think where they're gonna have like sexier movies and things like that, even though this movie itself is not that sexy. Is not sexy at all. Yeah. But like, when it come, when like people first get wind of it, there is the first wave of like Christian Hope Channel viewers who are like, I am boycotting this channel because it's dirty now or whatever. But that's stupid. And hopefully they were the minority. Um. So one thing that B says is she said I was so sure that those audiences were two totally different people. Maybe they were, but maybe they weren't. And something about that made me uneasy and hopeful at the same time. It's like, yeah, those people are definitely the same people. The people who watch, like, the most outspoken people who, like, would say that the Hope Channel is dirty for having a porn star are probably the same people who watch, like, the weirdest, most fucked up
1: porn. Absolutely. It's always (laughs) the, like, politicians or, like, religious leaders Mm -hmm. who are, like, the ones who are like, my whole thing is anti-gay, they're 100% self-hating gay people. Like, I think... A hundred. I really think bar none. I think that that is how you get so incensed, is when you're like, I need to, like, counteract my own gayness or, like... Like, they're they're making up for it or something or, or what, whatever is going on in there. You're overcompensating. That's it. That's something. it. You're overcompensating. <laughs> um, and I think that's 100%. Like, if your whole thing is like, sex is dirty, you're kinky. <laughs> it sucks because they're the most self-hating people, which is tragic. And then they have to make it everyone else's problem
0: yeah so nolan kind of like goes into hiding after all of this like starts up and his manager wants him to like say you know that he didn't know that b was a porn star and all that shit but that would kind of be throwing her under the bus yeah so he decides to do an interview with that like shitty reporter who keeps following them around And he basically just like goes on there and like tells the world first of all what really happened with the Olympian orgy (laughs) at the beginning, which was actually that he was taking a girl to the hospital because she had food poisoning and she was having the orgy, but he wasn't even involved. So much. But again, I really just don't understand. Yeah, maybe they weren't all food poisoned. I can't remember, (laughs) but But, so he tells that story, and then he, like, tells the world that he loves B, and he doesn't care if she's a porn star, and blah, blah, blah. And then everything just goes great
1: after that. Amazing. (laughs) It's just Christmas magic. (laughs) Oh, and one of my favorite parts
0: was when it all comes out, and Gretchen, the director, she's like, you know... This is probably on me for not thinking that that topless headshot was a little bit off. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But I think it's nice. Oh, and the other great thing about Gretchen is that her girlfriend who wrote the movie, Pearl, Pearl, Mm -hmm. is like this weird little poet, like witch girl who like charges her body in the moonlight at night. I love her. She's so
1: funny. So I know that like for the whole movie that they're making they don't have the last page because the last page is supposed to be like the oh, meaning shit. of Christmas. What's the I meaning don't of remember Christmas? If we
0: ever find out. I don't know if we ever find out. Uh, I don't I don't know what right. the meaning of Christmas is. Well,
1: I was already going to finish the book, but now I have to finish the book because I need to know the meaning of Christmas and obviously I need to read this this sex scene please tell me if it comes out because i i don't know if i I mean it has to it's like the loaded gun in the dresser or whatever the drawer or whatever no it's like and it comes up a lot it comes up a lot (laughs) like every i'm sure it's a few pages they're like and what is the meaning of christmas (laughs) but i guess it wasn't earth shattering if you don't remember the meaning of christmas
0: No, and I really did read this book, like, closely, I swear, but I don't remember. (laughs) Well, I think Um, you remembered a lot of
1: important parts.
0: Well, for sure, all of the sexy parts stuck pretty well. (laughs) There is one part at the end that I fucking loved where, like, she brings Nolan home to her mom's house, and they're, like, up in the bedroom having sex, and, like let me let me see if I can find it um oh okay so they're like having sex and Nolan is like you don't want your mothers to hear do you we don't want them to know that my tour bus broke down outside and you're giving me a place to stay for the night and she's like pretending to be like a teenager and her room is like covered in ink posters cause she like used to love it like that's just the hottest role play ever I love that (laughs) (laughs) amazing well like to do it in your actual childhood bedroom. Yeah. It's just kinky. I like Oh yeah. It.
1: I don't know. Did I have boy bands on my bedroom wall? I can't remember. Probably at some point. Uh well, I had like a wall that had um John Cusack uh from nice. Say Anything. And then it also had with the boom box. Yeah, with the boom box. And then it also had Johnny Depp from uh, Pirates. That's not aged as well.
0: That's <laughs> Johnny Yeah, neither has he. Mm-hmm. But I still get it. I, I'm i trying to think of, like, what posters I have at home, but I didn't really hang, like, celebrity posters. Yeah. My whole wall in my, like, childhood bedroom is just, like, pictures of my friends and stuff. Yeah. I think there's an Inglorious
1: Bastards poster. <laughs> nice. I had like, um, like, I don't know, funny phrases and stuff that I had just like printed out on computer paper and then like covered all my walls for a little oh, while. Yeah.
0: Same. Lots of like quotes and shit. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Back to a Merry Little Me. Oh. You.
0: And there's one other thing that happens at the end that I thought was interesting. And does make me wonder if there could be a Calum, a Callum, Calum, I don't know how you say his name. It's a spelled with a K. <laughs> He has a sex tape that gets, like, leaked at the very end of the book. That sounds like a spinoff. And, like, the, the, it does, right? Yeah. But the funny thing to me was, like, nobody was, like, even remotely upset about it. Like, all the porn
1: people were just like, oh, yeah, I watched it. It was great. <laughs> Was it with a boy or with a girl, man or woman? A girl. I believe a girl. Okay. Um,
0: yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I want the version of this where, like, Callum hooks up with one of the other boy band members. Because we meet one of the other ones. I forget his name. But he seems hot, too. So You gotta
1: be hot to be in a boy band. Unless you're that one, yeah, I guess in the band, you know. But like, also (laughs) that one always suffers by comparison.
0: Oh, and one other thing that I wanted to mention that I just liked was that they talk about health insurance a few times. Like Gretchen says, they're doing this movie because she wants her poet girlfriend to have health insurance because she can't get it, and I was like, man, I feel that. And B is like, yeah, there's not very good health insurance for porn stars either. Yeah, health insurance for all. Um, And then the other thing, just like one last thing I needed to mention was the Christmas movie dialogue was like super on point. One of my favorite lines was when Nolan says, as the Duke, he says, I have loved you since you came crashing into my ballroom wearing your strange clothes. I have loved you since you brought me back to your time and made me try chili cheese fries.
1: <laughs> I do love, that was like a motif about that movie. It was like, the yeah. Duke loves chili I would love to fries. see this movie.
0: Like, I would kill to see this movie <laughs> with like a hot porn star and a hot boy band member oh, with yeah. real like great
1: chemistry. Oh, yeah. I saw one with Jesse Bradford that came out this year. Um, it was about, like... Jesse Bradford? He is the main dude character in Bring It On. Oh, nice, nice. It was delightful. I
0: mean... I like him. I think I watched that movie. Yeah,
1: right? It's, like, hockey. There's a lot of hockey in it. So I was, like, I'm already horny because I I have, like, a Pavlovian response to hockey because of Serena Bowen now. Because of this podcast. (laughs) Because of this podcast slash... The infinite Serena Bowen and, um, gosh, what's her name? L. L. Kennedy. L. Kennedy. It's like, to me, hockey is a sexual sport. <laughs> it's only sexual to
0: me. It's like barely even a sport. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I still read Serena Bowen like on a very regular Maybe. Like, anytime I can't find a new romance novel yeah. that's just, like, from a different author I want to read, yeah. I just pick a Serena Bowen. Definitely. Respect.
1: <laughs> Mad respect. Well, I wish that I could read more, I, um, but I, I fall asleep all the time. It's understandable.
0: <sighs> I'm just really stoked that we could do this episode at all. Me
1: too. I am very grateful. It was such a good book. Just... Rife with awesome shit, as we hopefully articulated in this podcast.
0: It's just like everything that a millennial girl could need. I think. Agreed.
1: Personally, agreed. Especially one that's already into Christmas, like the hokey Christmas. Which, I mean, honestly, that's my vibes right now. I, I there's so much awful shit happening, and I'd rather just like. S- <sighs> Just go into a world where everything is Christmas and gingerbread and whatever, and, like, hot boy band members, fuck beautiful, awesome, ethical (laughs) porn stars. That's what could be better. That's all I want, to, Yeah.
0: I mean, that's what this podcast is about, and, like, very much what Christmas movies are about, which is just, like, the joy of it and the
1: pleasure of it. 100%.
0: Well Oh, and there was one thing that Gretchen said that I liked. She said something like, She says, like, I just like Cope Channel movies and like pleasurable and formulaic doesn't mean not smart or like unimportant. Yeah.
1: That is so true. Ugh, that's so true about romance in general. It's like, yeah, I know how mm-hmm. it's gonna end. That it's about the journey. <laughs> And I continue to need those vibes. I mean, we started this where it was like, we just got to find some pleasure in this world. And you know what? Still true. We still do. Still true, yeah. (laughs) I don't think it's ever not going to be true. Things have
0: not gotten, like, demonstrably better. And in some ways... We
1: persist. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Totally. (laughs) Totally. Well... Is there anything else we want to say about I this? I guess movie? that's all. Alright, then go forth and masturbate. Hi. <laughs> <Crazy>. <laughs> <laughs>